This is another episode of the Backstage Sports Podcast. I'm Joe Connor. Oh, there we go. I'm JT Harker from my truck again. From his truck. I'm from the hotel room. Uh, so we we playing a little bit injured and we playing on the road, but we still gonna play. Okay. Where are you, Joe? Where are you? Uh, I'm in Vegas right now, getting ready for the tour, getting ready for the um the otherwise Tiger Blood tour. Uh, that starts this Friday. Um. I'm in a whole heap of pain, y'all. So I'm gonna try to like push through because I got that second vaccine shot and it's kicking my ass. Okay. Straight was up. Alex out there? Was Alex out there last night? Yeah, yeah. We were supposed to get up last night, but like I said, I'm I was battling this vaccine shot and he they he was battling sleep. Like, so we never got up. We were planning to get up because they was at Stoney's. And when I by the time I got out of rehearsal. I'm like, oh, where y'all at? And he was like, oh, we probably go to bed. I'm like, man, I'm already in the bed. So I'm going to just have to catch y'all <laughs> another time. Because, yeah, we getting old. So that's all that is. Uh, today we got uh, Timothy Parker straight out of uh, Spectrum Sports covering your Lakers, Dodgers, all types. He be all over the streets in LA. But uh, but he's here with us. Again, y'all are familiar with him because uh, we loved him. And uh, he's back with us today. Here to break down uh so much that's been going on uh he's you know we had the uh, we got the ncaa championship that happened we got all types of twitter beef between nba players and nba analysts uh we got uh all it's just it's been a mess you know uh paul pierce got fired it's a lot to, you know it's a lot to get into so we're gonna try to part they, par- they parted ways they parted ways they parted ways they parted ways uh we're definitely gonna get to that by the time we get out of here uh, yeah, Timothy. Fine, Timothy because when people when people agree to get the leave, it's mutual. It was no mutual in that statement. It was just ESPN has parted ways with him. He Period. Period. He got fired really quickly, uh, yeah. as he should have. But we got it's more to say on that. Uh, Timothy Parker, welcome to the show, man. Uh, so what's up with you today? How, how you been? How was the weekend? Um, weekend. Everything. It feels like it's, it's nonstop, man. You know. I know. Um, now we got you know Dodgers opening day coming up. We got fans back in the building that's mm-hmm. in uh, a week and a half. So how about that? It's, we yeah. got life, man. What is what is this normal life shit that's happening? Like uh, you know, like it's it's weird. Okay, now getting back to some type of normalcy is weird. Okay, but it's still not normal though because it's like right, like yeah, it's weird. It's, it's still gonna be weird. Man. It's gonna be weird. But I mean, they got an event. I I don't know, JT. You might know about this. They have an event that's happening. I think it's a UFC event that is going to be like fully normal, like fifteen thousand oh, or yeah. something. Because it's in Florida. Oh, okay, well. that's why. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't. Yeah. Then that doesn't count. That doesn't. Then it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Texas. Like, man, we're going to Florida. <laughs> yeah, straight up. The Texas Rangers fans has a whole stadium full of people. Uh, other than, yeah. uh, opening day. Oh, Texas wow. and Florida. Texas and Florida. I'm moving to one of those places soon. I'm going. Uh, yeah, I, it doesn't count. If it if they're doing regular stuff and, and it's in Texas and Florida, it doesn't count towards yeah. normalcy. It just counts. It, that's just Texas and Florida. You got to wait until, like, you know, New York does some normal shit. And then you're like, okay, we Texas give it, you know, we get back Texas to, to normalcy. But, uh, okay, so first and foremost, the, uh, the NCAA tournament ended on Monday with a shellacking. I mean, Baylor, 
they whooped up on uh on, on Gonzaga, which I don't think anybody expected. I mean, I I don't think the guys who had paid attention to 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 uh college basketball all year expected this. Like I didn't I don't know anybody who was picking Baylor to like, you know, to blow them out pretty much. Um, yeah. So I was kind of I was surprised at that. I picked Beller to win it, so I was I was happy that to 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 win our little bracket that went down to the championship game. Uh, my Beller versus JT's Gonzaga, and we have not watched a lick of college oh, basketball. Zero. <laughs> all year. Zero. All year. Um, Dude, I was I was literally like, oh, Gonzaga's undefeated. And, you know, I knew they were undefeated for the season. Like I, I had seen the headlines, right? Yeah. So I was like, I knew they were on it, having a great season, and my son lives in Spokane. That's how I made, how I made my decision. It's <laughs> literally how I made my decision. Yeah, like anytime, like that's the reason I didn't go with Gonzaga because every year in my brackets I have Gonzaga going deep, yeah, or winning it all. And when I saw, and, and every year Mark Few disappoints me every yeah. year, yeah. But but when I saw that you were undefeated, I'm like, this definitely ain't the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought the same thing because I have I picked Gonzaga to win it last year. And so I almost, when I was doing the bracket this year, I almost picked them again. And then I was like, you know what? Just off the strength of like weird juju, I'm not going to pick them to win it this year because I picked them to win it last year and, and it didn't go in my favor. And so I didn't even, I didn't even have them in the championship. I picked them to lose to Iowa or something like right before that game. But I, I, I was like, all right, I'll pick them to get pretty close. And then I'm going to go with Baylor, you know what I mean, to win it. And it seemed like a lot of people was picking Gonzaga. That was the other reason why I didn't pick them, because I felt like go the other, the opposite way of, of the fray. Yeah. Um, so, but, but the other thing is that no undefeated team, I think, I don't know if, it, I don't know if it's any of them, but from what I saw, it's been either a long time or none of them have went undefeated for the entire season and then won a championship. Oh, uh, since uh, it's been 79. No, 79. Before 79. Yeah. Before 79. 79 was the last time they even made it to the championship. Yeah. And even they lost. Larry Bird's squad lost to Magic and Michigan yep. State. So it, yep. it was, I think it was the 70s where under, there was the last undefeated team, but it wasn't 79. Must have been, uh, was it UCLA? I don't know. I'm, I'm really- I can't remember. I, because UCLA, UCLA had multiple years where they didn't lose at all for like three years or something like that. It's like it's, I think it's UCLA or Indiana. Yeah. Indiana, yeah. And I know Isaiah I know, Thomas. I know there was something about like four or five teams since since the last time it's happened that have gone undefeated and they all lost in the championship. Yeah. They yeah, the, all the last lost that, in the championship. The last team that had a shot was that uh, Kentucky squad, right? Yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. Who who's which one was it the was it it wasn't um it, it, it was Kentucky. no 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 it was with um was it Carl Anthony Towns when they had that stack oh. squad De De Devin Booker John Wall uh no it was after it's right after that oh. I think they had I think it was Devin Booker for sure and they and one of them did Devin Booker have a twin brother there were two twins on the team I don't remember and then Carl Anthony Towns I think was on that squad. And also, like, was it Nerland's Noel? They were like stacked with NBA talent. Oh yeah, yeah. Noel, yeah. <laughs> and I think uh, like I think like eight or nine of those guys w went to the league right after their first season. Yeah. Something stupid. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, I, Wally Stein was on that team. Carly Stein. 
Carly, yeah, what's his name? Carly Stein. Yeah, yeah, Carly Stein. Carly Stein. I was like, Wally. Wally Carly, Carly Wally Stein was Willie, on that Willie, squad. Willie. <laughs> yeah, Willie, yeah, Wonka, yeah, Willie, Willie Wonka yeah. was on that team. Willie and Wonka, Carly Stein. With, with basketball talent, business yeah. talent, all sorts of talent. Willie Wonka, Carly Ray Jepsen, Carly Stein. No, that was around Willie. that time period with Carly Ray Jepsen, too. And literally <laughs> was, was around that time period. Carly, yeah. Carly <laughs> Ray Jepsen. Jerry yeah. Lee Lewis, yeah. Carl Wally Willie Wonka Stein, and Carl Anthony Towns. And Kurt Russell's brother. Yeah, they were and all Kurt there. Russell. <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to get back to basketball, but I got, uh, Carly Ray Jepsen brought up something for me because that was, that was like 2011, 2012, and I'll never forget. I, I, was at working, I was working at ESPN at the time in Bristol, and I drove to uh, Providence, Rhode Island to audition for the X Factor. Yeah, and I was jamming, and I was jamming. Call me baby all the way up. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, so it's that took you. That was the trigger. It took you back to a time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense to me. Um, but yeah, the game. The game was. Uh, the game was was kind of lopsided. But um, shout out to Baylor. Uh, Baylor. Baylor's women just won it a couple years ago too. So, um, no, Baylor is a small town. You know, uh, Baylor is a co- a small college in a small town. Baylor, man, like it wasn't fair. Imagine the, the 01 Lakers and Shaq was a guard. That's yeah. how it was against the 01 Sixers. Like you had one cat, you know, out there for Gonzaga, and even he was undersized. Yeah. Like, he, like Suggs held his own. He was terrible in the first half. Yeah. But he held his own, but even he was undersized for them. And, and them dudes had him on skate. It was like watching three James Harden. They was hitting them with the step backs. Yeah, they, they was like just driving on them. The dude, they, they were and terrified. The uh, guy, the guy Vital really showed up against Timmy too, because the the, the oh, boy, yeah. Timmy was giving it to UCLA, and it was pissing me off because I'm watching the game and I'm like, I don't understand why I for, I can't forget the big name, the big guy's name from UCLA, but he's at the top of the key, and Timmy is posting somebody up, abusing them in a the post. And I saw it happen in like three or four straight possessions, and I'm like, I don't, I don't get this. This, this makes no sense to me. Yeah. And um, and so I felt like, yeah, people were people were saying like, you know, I don't know what Baylor's going to do with you know with Timmy, and 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 they did whatever they wanted to. Okay. That was disrespectful. You, you know, you know what I felt like. You, you would appreciate this. As like Strawberry Mansion High School yes. going up against camp. Yes. That's, yes. That's how it felt. Yeah. So. Like, so Strawberry Mansion, for those who don't know, in Philly was like a, was like a basketball mecca school, and our school, me and Timmy went to Gantt. Our school it was a music magnet school. So we had I, I was on the basketball team. We so we had a basketball team, but the basketball team was trash in year one. And by the time we we made the playoffs, by the time I graduated, but we really I didn't know that that's well, good. That's that's an accomplishment, bro. Right, right. We did. We made the playoffs by the in our, in our senior year. But we played uh, Ray Rice. Ray Rice was – some people might remember Ray Rice. He was a very high uh, top recruit, top guard in the country. He ended up flaming out. He never – I don't think he ever got drafted, though. I don't think Ray Rice ever got drafted. I think he ended up uh, – he, he didn't even – I don't even think he ended up going D1. He ended up at, like, Delaware State or something. Oh, yeah, he had a whole another thing. He, he, he was in the 13th grade. He ended up, like – getting left back or something it was like a whole thing um but yeah it was it but to your point it was it was it was tantamount to that like they they really 
they really abused them. So, um, okay. So Kevin Durant and Michael Rappaport had a had an interesting uh, back and forth. Okay, um, it was because I, I know what's going on based on, on, but I really don't know exactly what the hell happened. Okay, like, so what exactly happened? So this is what happened. We're gonna bring we'll, and we'll pull up the um, the screenshots um, in a second. So this is what happened. We all know that Kevin Durant is the most the most sensitive. It's funny because we were just talking about it, if not last week, the week before last. We know Kevin Durant is maybe the most sensitive superstar in the league today. Okay, he's going. He's been on Twitter going back and forth from going back and forth with analysts to Joe Smoes in their mama's basement. Like whoever he'll go, he'll go at you. Like if he has the time, he will definitely go at you. Michael, he he did an interview a while ago, I guess in one of his first games back this season, where I think it was an interview where he was giving like Charles Barkley one word answers or something. Michael Rappaport saw the interview. Michael was just tweeting as he does. Like Mac, Michael Rappaport, if you, those who don't know, Mac, Michael Rappaport is frequently like, you know, in the media channels on sports, he's in, he's on Fox, he's on ESPN, like he's, you know. He's, he's evolved into like the Spike Lee on steroids. Yes, yes, he is. He is. So it's not it's not the, the 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 norm for him to be tweeting about some sports stuff or, you know, he's 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 on uh, Undisputed frequently. So Michael saw the interview. It was on TNT. And then he tweeted. He didn't ask Kevin Durant. He tweeted out. Um, if you if you didn't want to do the interview, just don't do the interview. And apparently it got back to Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant inboxed him. And that's where it got out of hand. And this is the, this is, we'll pull up some of the screenshots. So apparently it got to the point where Michael Rappaport was like, he was pissed off and he ended up putting out the screenshots. So here are some of the screenshots where Kevin Durant is just going at him. A lot, a lot of it, a lot of it, Michael, uh, 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 Michael Rappaport is not even really responding back. Um, but he's in here saying, I did the interview. Uh, you dickhead, tell your baby daddy Chuck to be better at his job and frame his questions better. He gave me two two questions for that dumbass question. Um, and so it started out talking about the interview and how Michael Rappaport commented on the interview. But then it got personal and he's in here saying, meet me on uh, West 17th tomorrow at 10 or better yet, what's your address? Um, calling, he's on here calling him a, a pussy, calling him a bitch. Um, he says something about his wife in here at some point. Um, yo, hey, yo uh, KD is going real hard. For yeah, no he was going extra. He said, your wife is mad, uh, mad as fuck because you wasting that little bit of money on lawyers. And, and I mean, he just, he went way too hard. And so you can pull, you can go see some of the screenshots. Yeah, like, I'm looking at, he, he called him a C, like, damn, like. Yeah, yeah, he was going, he was going hard, like. Like Michael Rappaport said something about Kevin Durant's like family or something. Like it was like it was like ridiculous. So yeah. so Michael Rappaport put the tweets out. He was like, I'm pissed about it. He went on, he later went on Undisputed and they asked him like what happened. He was like, I was pissed. He was like, I was pissed. He said, I one, I felt I was threatened. I didn't feel threatened. I was threatened. He brought my wife into it. Um, he he and then he said he kept going. Like for you can see on some of the screenshots, Michael wasn't even responding. And Michael said he was on set. Some, one time, a, a day later after the first initial couple uh, messages he sent, and he said he just randomly inboxed him again and was like saying something like, I'm going to spit in your face when I see you. And that's when he was like, yo, this I'm tired of this. Like, this is not even cool. So 
that's what that was basically the story. You know, I, I, you know KD, I'm, I'm kind of concerned for his mental health, bro. I've been concerned yeah. for his mental health. Yeah, yeah, huh? I've been concerned for his mental oh, health. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. This is because you shouldn't be. You are number one. You've been in the league how many years? How many how many years have you been in the league? You should not be surprised or 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 shaken by your name being in the media or your name being on Sports Center or on a, a podcast or on people, you know, like that, that, that makes no sense to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people, you're, you're a basketball player. You're one of the best basketball players in the league, right? So for you to have this visceral reaction anytime somebody says something about you is very weird. It's very weird. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, don't, under- <laughs> I don't understand. It's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's embarrassing. And and so, Michael, so I was yeah, I was going to ask you about Michael. So, why are people coming at Michael Rappaport for for divulging? Is it because he snitched basically to the world? It's because it's because he put the tweet. It's because he put the the messages out there, and they were and people were people were mad at him for putting the messages out there, and they were saying, you know, I've seen some of the athletes and some of the some of the analysts, Shannon Sharp, and I, I me and Shannon Sharp typically. Don't ever disagree, but we vehemently disagree on this because Shannon was like, "You shouldn't have put him out there." And da da da. I agree though. It's, it's like you shouldn't have said it. That's where I'm at. You shouldn't have said it. The minute you talk about him, to me, for me, him putting him him putting the screenshots out there was 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 friendly. Because the minute you talk about my wife and you are gonna see me and you are gonna spit in my face, oh, I'm okay. doing way I'm doing way worse than than, than putting the screenshot. Okay, 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 okay. All right, okay, well, okay. Here's the thing. So. You right now with with the NBA bubble situation or whatever they got going on, you can't get to Kevin Durant. It's not like it's not like you can go to. Well, actually, I don't know with the fans back. But either way, you can't get courtside right now. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you, you can go pull up on them and, and <laughs> put some put some in the face. So maybe they, they, that goes with what you're saying. But I think, but it's a consequence to me. It's it's like I think for for Mike Rappaport, he's like, you want to talk like this to me. I'm gonna let the world see it, and you're gonna pay for it. And he did. He got fined fifty thousand dollars um, for Michael it. Michael is paying for it too. Uh, he, he's paying for it socially. Like he said, like you know, he was on a studio and he talked about how, like, you know, people have been in man, his he was DM. Crying. It was weird, man. He, yeah, it was. He was playing with the crying thing because that caught me off guard too. Um, he was saying basically like, I can handle it though. He's like, people, you know. You got the Kevin Durant stands that's that's you know they cussing him out on Twitter or you know he said people might um feel like you know I I I don't know. I he was basically saying like he gets it from from certain people. Like he's been in the streets and people have said something to him about it and stuff like that. But I don't think that to me, I'm not upset at Michael Rappaport putting the putting the screenshots out there. It's just like that's what you need to pay the cost for because this at some point, if you're Kevin Durant, this your actions and your thin skin was is bound to catch up to you. All right, so this this is exactly the reason why I don't slide into DMs, right. even when I even when I think it might be beneficial for me right. to <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> to slide right. into DMs right. because you have no control or power of what that person is going to do with it. Right, it, 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 it's for real, like so. And you should, if you're if you're an NBA player, a big NBA superstar, not an NBA player, not just any. We we talk when we talk about Kevin Durant, he's in that tier of LeBron James and Steph Curry, and like he's up there, the most visible, the most talked about. 
if you're in that and you've been in that space for years, right? You should know better than to say anything out your mouth on social media or online. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you're a grown ass man, number one. And number two, you've been in this spotlight for a long time. And the fact that you don't know how to navigate in this spotlight by now is crazy to me. That is crazy to me. That's yeah. crazy. Thing though, there's like if you're LeBron James, to a certain extent, you have you have to, or I guess you don't have to, but you care about your image. Michael Jordan, you care about you're protecting your brand. Yeah. Kyrie doesn't care, and he's. I remember hearing him talk on all the smoke when they when they ask him about why are you, and they were laughing about like why are you tweeting back at nobody? Why do you have burner accounts? But and he's like, dude, I'm open about everything. Like I got burner accounts, I got my account. And I'm just not like other people. If I want, if I want to say something, I don't care if you see it. I don't care if you know that I'm going to go back and forth with this dude, or if I'm going to have this conversation. He just doesn't care. So it's like, I don't think he should do it. I think it's stupid. But if you don't care, I guess you I, don't care. I think, I think he doesn't. I think he can't help it. And and this goes to Tim's point oh, yeah. about his mental health. I think, I think he can't help it. I think it's 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 a weakness. Like I, I don't think because when you because when you when you talk about not caring, that's a strength to me. When you don't when you get to the point in life where you don't give a fuck what people think about you, that's a strength. That's a superpower. No, right? No, he doesn't care what people think. He just yeah. doesn't and he people see what he says. I, I is, think he can't help it. I just think he I think he can't help it. Like I think I think if he could control his impulsiveness, he would. But but, but here's the thing though. Okay, I okay. I have a problem. Like, if I want a burger, I'm going to get it. That's a problem. <laughs> this is real talk. I got that same problem, bro. Straight up. This is, this is real talk. This is, that's like a discipline. That's an impulse. I'm hungry. I want it. Uh-huh. This is the way I feel about anybody who texts, texts things that are ridiculous or who DMs anything or tweets anything that's ridiculous. Maybe it's because I'm a bad typer. I don't know. But you literally have to sit and type yes things. yes that's not an impulse that's a personal flaw because you did consider this and yeah it. yeah 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 i mean i i i, I agree I, I i mean he need help he need help he need all type and, and 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 furthermore this is a this extends into basketball. When he went and said, "I won the championship," and it wasn't as fulfilling as I thought it was going to feel. You got a hole in your. You got a situation that you need. You need to do some real. You need to sit down with your therapist, and you need to really dig down deep and figure out what this thing is. Because when I think it was Russell Westbrook, and we'll talk about him in a second, because he's having a he's having another issue with Stephen A. Smith. But when Russell Westbrook in the same little interview where he was talking about responding to Stephen A. Smith. He said, um, I know a lot of people with championships who are miserable. And I'm convinced that he was talking about Kevin Durant. Like, you're miserable. You're miserable, bro. You're miserable. And that's why you go back at people like that. That's why you're so sensitive about what people say. That's why when you won a championship, you felt like it wasn't fulfilling because you're miserable. And whatever it is that, sh- that, 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 is, that is causing this, is not surface level. It's not something, money is not gonna solve it. Winning more championships is not gonna solve it. You have literally deep personal issues that you need to work on. Well, it's it's evident what Kevin's is. By the way, you should have left with this, bro. This, this, this is me. Uh, oh. <laughs> you this up. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Durant, it's evident what's his issue, what his issue is. He wants to be liked. So 
so winning a championship. But we all want to be like that. To me, it's deeper than everybody want to be like. That's but, not a flaw. But, 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 but it's it's to the point of maybe President Trump level narcissism. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's that bad. But it is. He has an over a compensating feeling of wanting to be like. That's why the championship was wasn't fulfilling because yeah. it wasn't like yeah yeah he can accomplish all he wants. But he wants to be loved like LeBron. He wants to be loved. We That's why he says, that. you know I am. I'm Kevin Durant. Because yeah. he wants people to appreciate and love him like they do those. People will never appreciate and love him like Steph Curry. All right, we said we and, talked about that too. And Steph Curry got a lot of haters. Yeah. Like, but, but people will never appreciate him like that. That's why that championship does not belong to him. That championship yeah. in, in his heart. Yeah. Even though he probably don't win. That yeah. championship in his heart belongs to Steph, Clay, and Draymond. You know that that's a great example too because Steph is a guy that, I mean, if you, if you wanted to take a prototype of a guy that doesn't care what people think, you just take a picture of Steph Curry because he's not out to try to prove he's better. I mean, he's never once said I'm I'm this I'm that. He doesn't talk about himself. No, right. He, that's a graceful way of handling the fact that you are great. And he and don't get me wrong, Steph knows he's great. But also knowing that I'm not the greatest and I'm not trying to be the greatest. I'm just trying to do the best that I can do. Yeah. Right. And 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 it sounds like a simple thing, but Durant just like, and you know what blows my mind when you when you're because now we're talking about Durant. Well, Kyrie. Sorry, did you lose me? No, no, no. no Kyrie and uh Durant are two of I mean, seemingly the most mentally unstable people in the league and they're teammates now, right? Yeah. Well, Kyrie, from That's more, why that's why I'm sick is winning the East, bro. Book my foot. I still got the Nets and freaking, you know, got Gotham, <laughs> Gotham <laughs> Ward, Gotham Mental Ward. Book but, my flight to Philly to cover the finals, bro. Please. Up. I, I still, got, I still got Philly missing the playoffs somehow. But yeah. Listen, <laughs> uh, uh, Kyrie's from a more privileged background, and I grew up going to school. Uh, most of my life with a bunch of very entitled privileged kids that were not fully in touch with reality. So when it's time to go to the real world, yeah, it's not time to function. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of times. So then, but then you've got Kevin Durant who's from nothing and whose mom used to wake him and his brother up at 5 a.m. to go run hills. And like, he had to work to get everywhere he got. Yeah. And it's like, dude, did you just forget where you come from? Cause now he's like this entitled, like everybody should just love him. Just, because he's a great basketball player. Yeah. And it's 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 mind-blowing to me that those yeah. two guys. Uh, uh, not only that, but before we before we get to this Russell Westbrook stuff, this championship, if he wins a championship with this next team, this this championship is is not gonna hit the same either. Cause you just you went from you went from Warriors uh one to Warriors 2.0. You know what I'm saying? So it still ain't gonna be your championship. But I, I, I think it'll be a little bit better in the I sense don't. that I think it'll be worse. This no, team no, is more stacked than a Warriors team. I understand team. that, but he's the centerpiece as as opposed to I, I I agree with you, but I still think he's more of the centerpiece as opposed I, to this, this the is the thing. When all's when all's said and done, however many rings he had, let's just say he ends up with Let's say he ends up with four rings. With four rings as the best player on your team for all four of those championships, let's just say he's the MVP of all those finals and all the numbers he's going to have, you're absolutely in the conversation as 
one of the best, maybe even arguably the best, you know, I, I'll still say LeBron's better, but he's going to be one of the best of his generation and one of the best of all time. The problem isn't what he does on the basketball court. If no. he left just what he does on the basketball court, even going to the Warriors, even going to the Nets that are going to be, that are now a pretty stacked team, even with all that, if you just shut the fuck up, you people would want to love you. People would want to talk about you, but because you, you're an idiot, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna want to trash you, even though you're he, he's doing himself a disservice. Because even though you're gonna have all these accomplishments, people are gonna hate on you more. Yeah, like you want people to love you so much, but they're not. They're you're, they're, you're you, if anything, you're losing people. That I I am a Kevin Durant fan, and slowly but surely, I'm becoming not a Kevin Durant fan. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, polarizing. You're a, you're a, you're a polarizing idiot. That's not a good place to be. Yeah. Um, Isaiah Thomas 2.0. <laughs> uh, speaking of of a polarizing idiot, um, Stephen A. Smith <laughs> is uh, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith is in a little beef with uh with Russell Westbrook, and he ended up, you know, the commentary that I was talking about where I think he was talking about Kevin Durant when he said, you know, I know plenty of people with championships that, you know, that are miserable. Um, that was in response to a video that uh, Stephen A. Smith made where he was talking about the night that Russ went off. Um, here's a little bit of, of what he said and what Russell um, was responding to. Russell Westbrook went off last night. We all know that. A triple-double. 35 points, 14 boards, 21 assists, 14 to 26 shoot from the floor, 4-6 from three-point range, and he did it all without Bradley Beal in uniform. And here's the most amazing part about Westbrook's game last night. I don't give a damn about any of it because the Wizards just are not very good. They're not going anywhere. You're 17 and 28 in the Eastern Conference for crying out loud. They're not going anywhere. And this is far from the first time Russell Westbrook has played on a team that has fallen short. He's had talent alongside him his entire career. Don't forget, y'all, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Paul George, James Harden again, Victor Oladipo, Bradley Beal. Yeah, where's the chip to show for it? Where's that? That has to hurt a lot. Okay, so Kevin, uh, Russell Westbrook basically was asked about this video in an interview, like, after the game or a day later or something like that. And that's when he kind of went on his diatribe, basically saying like, you know what? Um, I was a championship when I made it to the end. I was a champion when I made it to the NBA, when I made it out of, of uh, you know, the area that I grew up in LA. I um, know plenty of guys that have championships that are miserable, um, you know, and, and, and then his wife jumped in it and was I like- definitely one. I definitely know one. <laughs> right. I definitely know one. Um, that's why I'm like, he had to be talking about uh, 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 Kevin Durant. But then his yeah. wife jumped in it and was like, you know, stop talking about us, leave us alone. Here's the thing about this issue. I don't think that Stephen A, and, and, and especially in relation to what just happened with Kevin Durant, my rep report, to me, this didn't get personal to me. Right. I don't think that Stephen A said anything personal. He didn't, he didn't, his wife jumped in it. He didn't mention his wife. He didn't say anything about his family. He didn't say anything about his accomplishments as far as off the court and what he does for, you know, in his foundation and for kids. He didn't denigrate his personality. Stephen A gets paid to be on TV and make comments about sports, right? So for him to say, I don't care, where's the championship? To me, it wasn't 
they've kind of went back hard on him, like between Russ's wife and Russ in the interview. Um, and I didn't, I didn't really see a problem with what Stephen A. said because it was within, it, you know, it was his opinion and it was within the bounds of sports to me. I mean, am I tripping on that? Yeah, it's just he, everything that Stephen A. says does is so robust. Right, like, that's his job. It, no, but yeah, but so like he was like, and, and why are we? So why are we, we even talking about this? Like, like, like. Like I guess because because he had the big night like so like, to me like okay he had a great night I, I guess I understand Stephen A why because he don't give a damn because I, right. I don't give a damn like, like who cares right. the, the I really don't. Like, like, what Russell Westbrook is like I forgot about him like he's a good player on a on a scrub team I, I can't he's like I, I'm trying to think of a player like one of these he's Devin Booker two years ago right now yeah that's what he is. The unfortunate thing to me is like that that's the cult because man 10 15 20 25 years ago media wasn't like this it's grown into a thing where we've got to just if you're not saying something Stephen a smith has made a career and there's plenty of other guys skip bayless yeah i'll also add there's guys that have not had to do that to make careers though i will say that yeah but for sure careers off being so polarizing with what they say that people want to come at him and they know that that they knew it when they started doing it and they know they know it now Stephen a knows that people are going to hate on him for saying certain things the unfortunate thing is like and i think charles barkley may, may have said something like this and we've talked about this on the show joe what russell westbrook i know he doesn't have a championship but like why are you coming at a dude on a on a obviously bad team who is not a championship caliber team but a great player he, he is a great basketball player right yeah. And I know he's had his clashes with the media, but he's also a great dude who does a lot yeah. for his, does a lot for every area that he, that he grew up in or played in. Like, I don't think we should come at guys in general for just not winning a championship, which is by the way, the hardest thing to do in sports. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's been in the finals, which is an accomplishment. He's put up amazing numbers. Like every year there's one team that wins a freaking championship. There's one. Right. And if, and if you look at the history of this, there's usually each decade only three or four teams that win out of 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. So that, that means every 10 years, you've got three or four squads that win it. it it's really hard to do. So I, I just don't, you know, Stephen A. Smith, a guy that's got a lot of knowledge coming at a dude who's a great player and a great dude because he doesn't have a ring. I, so I agree. With, I, I agree with all of that, especially the part, you know, people talk about, you know, the super teams and how so-and-so did this messed up you know the competitive balance and da, 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 da. to jt's point when you look at the numbers in almost every era in almost every era especially in the golden era what they like to say was the golden era of basketball you had one or two teams that won like every all of the championships right you like literally if you go back and look at the numbers it's this it's been like that in every era right um so i i agree with that i think what but I, what i think what i can also say is that he didn't, I don't think he said anything that was out of bounds to me. You know what I mean? Because I because I feel the same way kind of about James Harden, right? When James Harden goes through these uh, these robust numbers every season, he, you know, now he's averaging, uh, you know, he had a night where he had 40 and 20 or something the other yeah, night you know or something like that. Yeah, you know yeah. So when, I see, so when I see that, I feel the same way. I'm like, no, I don't care. I Literally, because at this point in his career, he can't do anything that I that I care about, and unless he does it in the playoffs, 
Um, and for me, it's not even a championship thing. It's a playoff thing for James. It's like you're you're Michael Jordan in the regular season, and in the playoffs, you're Kwame Brown. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and, he's not. Come on, that's just this. He's not Kwame Brown. Where's the lie? Where's the lie? Where's the lie? Where is the lie? Kwame Brown. I don't think he said anything out of bounds. I just think it's like, God, you're Stephen A. Smith. You could be you, he could be doing a lot of things with his voice right now. And it's just like, why are we going to Russell Westbrook? It just <laughs> seems stupid to me. It's like, but it's not out of bounds. He's talking about something that, that has happened. Yeah. He's not going to championship. He's not the first guy to do that. It's just it, it's just weird to me. It's weird. He's not the first guy, and he's not gonna be the last guy. And you're right, we are in this era that's that this unrealistic era of Everybody got to win a championship, and if you don't, you trash. And that, yeah. that's a that's a our era thing. That never right. happened before. This like it started, and I would say it started. You know, that's my guy. But I I would think most people can agree with me. I would say it started with LeBron. Like they needed, they had the people needed something to knock LeBron on, and the only thing they could was was well, you don't have no rings, and it kept up, and it just moved from player to player after that. No, oh, I disagree with you, Joe. It, it, it happened back in the day too. It is everything in this generation is hyper, is hyperly, I don't know how to, is, is, is right in your face because of social media. Yeah. Now, now you know, you, I'm about to give you a story because you know this guy listening to the radio in Philadelphia, Angelo yeah. Cataldi. Yeah, yeah. In 1990, he was calling Michael Jordan a bum for not winning a ring. Mm. So, it, so it's not just, it's, it's just that it's in your face now. Yeah. Charles Barkley. Forget Charles Barkley, because Charles Barkley's personality absolved him from some of this. But Pat Ewing? Yeah. People yeah. killed Patrick Ewing, bro. Mm -hmm. Not winning, them, especially how they lost the ring. Same thing with Westbrook and and um and and uh, Durant blowing that 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 lead to the uh Warriors. Yeah. Well, who else? Um with Patrick Ewing, they performed in game seven against the Rockets. So this has been going on for decades. I I I think. It's just it's so much in your face now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a social media era thing where it's it's more like you said. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's. I was gonna say it is more because it was around with Jordan, and I was gonna say it actually. I think it started with Jordan and, and two extremes because he went from being this great player who people wanted to knock and had won a championship, then he wins six, and now if you can't even win one, it was it was like accentuated because now you've got a great player who won six and you can't even manage to get one like it's an easy thing to do right it's right gotten, right, gotten right. So, gotten so ridiculous and and it drives me crazy too and you guys can relate to this as a guy who played sports at not the highest level but i was a good high school athlete you know i i went and played a little small college while like i'm an okay athlete who loves sports but i played sports i was in locker rooms with dudes really good athletes i played against really good players that went on to play have professional careers it drives me crazy to look at dudes that never look like they even maybe, you know, they don't look like they played sports, but they're just up here like ripping guys that are playing at the highest level yeah. of professional sports. Okay, all right. Well, okay, okay, okay. They're, they're, they're in the point one percent of athletes in the world, and everybody's got something to say about a guy because he doesn't have a ring on his finger. Yeah. Well, let, let me let me defend the journalists who 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 are on this stage now. I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not talking. I'm not talking about everybody, but guys like Will Bond, even even uh, Will, uh, Will Bond, but no Stephen A. Smith, or even Whitlock. People, no Whitlock is complete, but but he did have the journalist in the beginning. He had the journalistic 
credibility yeah. over decades of experience of being in locker rooms to speak on these things. So, mm-hmm. and, and another thing, it also didn't used to be like this. You had a, you had radio, like sports television changed once first take kind of changed television period. Yeah. Because it, they saw that debate drew in ratings and not only did sports television all go to that, but news television went to yeah, that. you're right. They did. <laughs> Everybody follows suit. Yeah. You're yeah, right. So, you're right. That's, that's what it is. It's unfortunate, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, okay, let's talk about uh we gotta talk about JT's Warriors real quick. Um hey, before you go on, can I say something real quick too? Because we actually talked about this before when yeah. Damien decided to stay in Portland. But man, I I, I just want to keep and I'll say this till the day I die, but like he, he had a quote the other day along the lines of what we said like a year or two ago about um, I'm just, you know, guys aren't loyal in this game. So, you know, guy, whatever, you know, the quote I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, and I applaud. He said something like, like I'm, more, I'm, I'm in, I'm from the wrong, I'm in the wrong era because these guys aren't right. loyal. Because there, and, and there was, and that's where the confusion is. I think he hasn't won a championship. He hasn't really even been really close, but, there is absolutely something to be said for a guy that sticks in a place like Portland, because what these guys mean to that community, to an area that they play in, especially being he's from, he's from the West also, mm-hmm. like, it's a big deal. It's a big yeah. deal. Carl Malone did, did end up somewhere else, but him and John Stockton were in Utah for 20. Fr- it's a, it's a important that guys did that. You know, it's yeah. a, it's a big deal that they played like champions for Utah for the entire time they were there, even though they don't have a ring to show for it. Like that's, you know, I hate to sound like the old man that's saying like, it's important to be loyal, but like that there is, it's an important thing. And we're, lo- we're losing that because everyone's chasing rings. I'm not hating yeah. on chasing. I hate losing too. And I'd probably want to chase a ring too. I'm just saying, don't hate on a guy like Lillard or Westbrook who stuck it out in OKC longer than some people thought he should. You know what I mean? Like those guys are champions because they, they, they championed your organization. Right, and they, the the amount they're doing for your com- for that community, and then we're we're gonna hate on those guys later. That, that's all I want to say. I think the flip side to that is, and it might be a chicken or the egg thing, but I think the flip side to that is guys that feel the pressure now more and more now than ever, like we said, because of this era that we're in. These guys feel the pressure to get a championship before their career is over because they feel like in the media or or whatever my how how they're perceived it it would their career would basically be nothing it would be it would be worthless it would be pointless and they know and because that is the era that we live in you know what i mean that they feel like i gotta win a championship or or i didn't do anything for 10 plus years right but that but that's why i applaud guys that because it's a maturity thing right lillard's a mature guy he's a really good like he understands like yeah people are may perceive me like that you know who knows maybe he doesn't stay in portland for his entire career but people are going to perceive me like that, but I don't care. But because I don't. That, at the end, that's reality. Like, reality is you were a great player. Like, yeah. I get it. Other people, oh, we didn't never want to ring. But, like, if you're, if you're centered in yourself and you know who you are, at the end of the day, that's not really what's important. Yeah. You know what I, I'm saying? And I don't, I don't, I, and, I, and I respect Dame Lillard, but I also, I can't blame the guys uh, uh, that, that feel the pressure of winning in this era it's the same way i feel about the social media age and and the young you know girls that are coming up now where they see everybody if you look at instagram everybody's rich and and all the women was was born 
with a, a two inch waist bruh, and big bruh. boobs and a fat butt, right? I got it. I'm glad you said that because I'm sitting there with a good professional job looking at these Instagram. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where y'all, where y'all, how y'all getting this? Everybody rich. I, Everybody go on trips every month. Everybody, and, 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 as, and as far as the women go, all, every, all the women, it, it, they got big butts, small waists, and big, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, how y'all doing this? And as, a young, and as a young girl coming up, they can't help but to feel the pressure of going, I need to look like Kim Kardashian, right? And so although I don't agree with it, I understand them succumbing to that pressure because of the era that they, they're growing up in. Right. And so I feel the same way about the players where I, I don't I don't I don't hate on Dame Lillard for staying. But I also under I also don't blame the players who are like, I need to win a championship because if I don't, Stephen A. Smith is going to do a three minute segment on why none of my other accomplishments matter because I haven't won a championship. That's just the era that we're in, you know. So. Oh, you're, you're muted, bro. JT was saying something. Yeah. But. Either one's the wrong move, but I, I yeah. but, but knocking guys because they choose to stay, and there's so much more. Like people don't ever. It's so funny to me that it never gets talked about. That if you change a team, you're not just going, oh, I'm gonna go play for these guys now. See, I'll be across town. No, sometimes you're going cross country. These guys have families. These yeah. guys are, their kids are in school. Yeah, like it's a lot. For, for us, it's like we just get to we work where we want to work and we have our home base. But for them, they got to move, change their whole lives and move yeah. their kids. It's it's a lot, you know. Yeah, it, it's a lot. But, you know. It's a lot. Um. Okay. So the Warriors lost. The, the Warriors made history. Okay, but they made history in a bad way. They lost by fifty, and at one point they trailed by sixty to the Raptors. Okay. So we talked. We started out in the beginning of the year talking about the Warriors. I said I didn't think that the Warriors were necessarily going to be anywhere near the top of the. Uh, we, me and JT had a, had a back and forth about it. JT said, I think they can, they can be at the top of the, uh, you know, or, or at the top of the West. I said, I don't think they can be at the top of the West. Um, is this pre-clay pre, pre injury or? Is yeah. it after? No, just after the injury. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought they would, I thought they would be oh, like with, a six seed. With, with clay, with clay, I had them competing for a championship. Oh, and I right. didn't. Yeah, and I was like, no. I was like, no. You're a loyal uh, 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 Warriors fan. Actually, I, I, actually, you know what? With Clay and with Wiseman, if Wiseman, like, I could have, okay, I could say I used to say that. No, because listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Don't lose your train of thought. Clay, the Warriors are not a Clay Thompson away from erasing a 60 point deficit to the Raptors. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like that's, this is not a team where you just plug in Clay Thompson and they go from, from being in the, the, the Clippers place. got blown up by the Nuggets. They, listen, listen to what I'm saying, but listen to what I'm saying. This is, this is not a team where you plug in Clay, just Clay Thompson on this team where you plug in Clay Thompson and they go from being in the 10th place and they go from being 23 and 27 to being somewhere in the, in the, four, five, six race where those teams are 30 and, and 18 and 30 and 19. That's Clay Thompson. I love Clay Thompson, but that, that he, you're making Clay Thompson. And Clay Thompson better be fucking Michael Jordan if you're going to turn the team around like that. Steph didn't play either, right? Am I wrong on that? What's that? Steph didn't play either, right? In the game? Steph didn't, 
So yeah, so then, so then, so but, but I'm not, not talking about the game anymore. I'm not the game was just a, a, a I'm not talking about the game anymore. Right. I'm talking about literally like on the season. If you plug Clay Thompson, they, at this point, they wouldn't even be in the play-in round. So I'm saying like Clay Thompson, they need more than Clay Thompson to be champion. You talking about title contenders? Uh, okay, I, I, I think they are top four seed with Clay and and, and Steph. I, 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 I no. I, I think so. So two points that we made. First of all, a blowout's a blowout. I've seen some of the best teams in the league get blown out really bad and a bad game. And up until the last – This was a 60-point blowout. All blowouts are not created equal. Again, the Clippers got blown out by 50 by the Nuggets. You're losing your MVP candidate who is having an incredible year. They're not going to beat the Raptors without him. But but regardless, before the last four weeks where where Steph, by the way, was out for like three weeks – I mean, everyone knows this year Steph has got to make them go because they don't have – Draymond Green helps make them go, but he's, he doesn't bring enough offense himself. Steph's doing everything out there. So That's without, what I'm saying. And Draymond Green ain't Draymond Green from 2016. That was the other thing, right? No, but, but he's playing fantastic. He's playing he's, fantastic. Yeah, but he's not, he's not the same, though. I'm not saying he's not, but he's but my, not the same. But my point is, they were they were comfortable comfortably in the sixth spot and the uh, even the fifth spot at the beginning of the year for the whole season. They were just there. Um, so now they lose. They lose Steph. They're on. Well, a that was premature team. to me. That's almost the whole entire season. Uh, almost uh, for the first half of the season, they were. They've been at the bottom for the rest for the you know for the, last, for, the, the last, for the for the later. But I but to me that that just meant that I said in the beginning of the season that these teams are gonna these a lot of these teams I think are gonna come back to the pack. It happened in the it happened in the Eastern Conference. Uh, uh, where th- things kind of melded back into place. I think it'll happen even even with some of the uh, I think I can't remember who it was, but Dallas was like out of the playoffs for like the whole first half of the season. I'm like, Dallas is going to make the playoff. Like they're they're a good enough team to where they had a rough first half, but like that's not going to continue throughout the season. I think what happens is when we get later in the season, we start seeing we start seeing things start to to measure out in more of its true form. To me, the to me yeah, I mean- the the Warriors being a, in the fourth or fifth seed as currently constructed was never going to hold up all season long. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying, what, what I'm addressing is that they were there pretty much the whole season until Steph got hurt. So, you know, yeah. where they end out and, and Wiseman's been out for his, you know, injuries happen, whatever. Yeah. But my point, obviously I was basing this on a, on a healthy team where Steph isn't missing extended time, but regardless, um, you know, so they might be in 10th right now. If you finish eight to 10th, you basically got the, you basically got the same record. You're basically like right around 500 or a little over 500. Yeah, I don't, but, and I, I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna um, hold your point. I don't think they're gonna get that. Um, if the Pelicans are on their trail. It might be over for them, but yeah, they um, might be. It might be. I, and I picked the Pelicans to get into, and they haven't quite lived up to it yet. But but my point is, I absolutely believe you put in Clay, who's all NBA defense and an all NBA basketball player, and arguably the second greatest shooter of all time. I, I don't understand why he doesn't get the respect or love. Like that player goes back on that team and they're not immediately in like a fourth seed position. It's, not, I, a, it's not, it's not a, it's not a disrespect to clay. It's, it's a realistic view at the rest of the roster because two guys, it, it, it's not going to win you a championship. That, right? That, the team is not terrible. Like, like, like the team, no, 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 no. To say that a team is not going to, it's not a championship contender is not to say that they're not terrible. Cause I can tell you who else is not terrible. The Dallas Mavericks aren't terrible. Portland Trailblazers aren't terrible. Neither yeah, one but, of those teams, neither yeah, one but, of those teams is going to win a championship. No, so I, you don't, I, you don't have to be not terrible to, to, to be, they're not, 
They're with Clay Thompson. The rest of that team is not even as good as as that Portland team. I, I'm sorry, I disagree because oh, no. wait, wait, wait. I don't understand this, and and it, it seems to be uh, particularly with Clay, where people don't talk about him in the same. But if you have any other guy that gets hurt, misses a season, obviously now he's missing two, but he's an All NBA player and an All Defensive NBA player, and then he's going back to that team, and you, and you base there saying it doesn't move the needle barely at all. That blows my mind. I don't understand why. Let me tell you why it doesn't blow my mind. Because Jordan Poole, Kelly Oubre, Andrew Wiggins, uh, Toscano, Wiseman, who's kind of been underachieving this year. It it doesn't blow my mind because uh, winning a championship is a team accomplishment. And this Warriors team from top to bottom is not, that's not a championship roster. Yeah, but but see, if you put, but see, the thing is, if you plug in Clay Thompson and James Wiseman develops, Wiggins is a nice piece. You said develop. You said develop. That's oh, time. Oh, oh, all right, but okay, but I'm saying like but, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, well, all right, forget, forget, forget to develop. He's he's a, he's a nice. He's okay now. But if you bring in if you if Clay Thompson is your number two, you depend less on Wiggins, and you have Uber. You have a nice little bench. Yeah, like, that's, that's and that's my whole point. Like you've got Pascal coming off the bench. You've got you've got Wiggins, uh, or excuse me, Ubre now coming off the bench when Clay yeah. comes back. Like that, that Wiggins is now like more like your third or fourth option instead of your second option. It changes yeah. a lot, and, and yes. people for Clay Thompson, man, him on the court changes everything because now he, you, he plays D. Now for the two greatest shooters of all time, that's what makes them so dangerous. But but people just don't, not everybody, but like it just blows my mind. They're like, oh, he's gonna come back, and they might be instead of. The, let's say let's say they end up in eight. It's the it's the team. It's the it's, team. Uh, yeah, I'm, Clay Thompson is is literally the Scotty Pippen of that team. Yeah, yeah, he also they also lost um Looney, who was backing up Wiseman, and then Wiseman oh, was. I, 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 yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's their, Let me tell y'all. Listen, no, that's, that's their backup center after they lost their starting center. Now no, they're on I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. This is why this is the San Fran loyal. This is the Bay Area loyalist coming no, out. No, like, no, y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all. Like, I'm saying they lose their starter and their backup. I'm just saying, like, they've got a team that knows how to win. You you add their all NBA player, but I just don't get. I don't get the the mindset there. I don't get it, the mindset. They're not better than the than the Mavericks, Portland, and that you you really believe they couldn't beat like Denver and the Clippers. No, they wouldn't. No, not with that team. Not not with that team. Uh, uh, just it, to me, to me, it's all respect to Clay Thompson, and it's it's looking at the rest of that roster to me. Like it, it's like zero respect. Yeah, I, I do. No, no, no. I respect Clay Thompson. I don't think Clay Thompson is Jesus in sneakers, like they called Michael Jordan. I know, because that's what that team. That's what this roster would need to win a championship. Uh, we'll see. Now the West is getting better, but honestly, Straight I. Up. I'm with him. If you really, I, I really think if Clay Thompson is back, you got here's, here's your squad. You got the Lakers, you got the Clippers, the Jazz, and the Suns. They can be any, Clay, huh? No, those teams are not unbeatable. No, they have no shot. No shot. But with Clay Thompson, if Clay Thompson the, the Warriors are right there. If right, where's right? Where Tim? Where's right? Right where? Right with the Suns. The Suns are Suns. the Suns are in the two. The Suns are thirty-five and fourteen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why, why, why do we, I don't understand. Like, wait, wait. If, if uh, yo, Clay Thompson gonna come back and flip, <laughs> they gonna go from the eleventh seed to the second seed, bro. No, I'm like, like, come on, bro. Like, come on, bro. It'll be a four seed. It'll be a four seed, man. 
Yeah, you, said, you said the Suns. Right now, the Suns is in the second seed. Yeah, but I mean, in, in the grand scheme of where things will end up, the Suns are not the second best team in the West. No, no, no. You're right. That's two different things. I said so, we talked about this the other week. So I, I think they'll be the Warriors would be one of the top four teams in the West if Clay Thompson was back. My, my so, thing, right. And the top four teams in the West, any one of those teams can win a chip this year. But regardless, I don't agree I, with that. Oh, absolutely. You know, why not? Because I watched them play. Utah and Phoenix is – Utah and Phoenix not winning no championship. Well, yeah. I, put, I put my house on that. Like, yeah, what you yeah, mean? But I'm, I'm not saying – Clips with the Lakers, bro. I'm not saying I'd put money on Utah or Phoenix, but they are the number one and two seed in the league. They are excellent basketball. But like Tim just said, you being that – your seeding don't don't mean that you're a championship – a legit championship contender. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the Raptors, for four years in the East, was the number one seed. Like, you know what I'm saying? And nobody – nope. Huh? You mean the Bucks? No, the Raptors. Do you remember the rap? You remember when the Raptors were winning like sixty games like every year, and yeah, they it was like like two seasons. It yeah, was like they, two or it was like two or three where they was the they had the best record in the I league. Don't know, I don't remember the, that. The Raptors, the yeah, the Raptors had the best record in the league for for two or three seasons straight. And 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 neither one of those seasons did anybody go. The Raptors are going to win a championship. Yeah, no, you know okay. Because it just that's not how it shakes out. Like no, people no, that, rest. You got LeBron James. Is like you know like. Yeah, that happens. But I, I'm just saying in, in the in the theory that usually very, very rarely does a team win a championship or, or even potentially make finals that isn't in the top three or four seats. Like those are usually the guys we're looking at, you know, unless there's major injuries all year. Those are the teams we're looking at that have a shot. Right. We, so we talked about last year. We talked about last week or week before that, how this is going to be a weird year. This is going to be one of the, this is going to be one of those years where the number one C and the number two C are not going to be in the finals. And I, yeah, I put my house on it. COVID is making things weird for sure, and that, that yeah. and I and my money again would be on the Lakers over any of those other teams we just mentioned at the top of the West. I'm just saying, like Lakers got to be careful they don't they, they, they don't they don't get to a playoff game. But that's what I mean. That's what I mean as far as a weird year. You might have a real championship contender in the in the playing tournament. That's what I mean. It's just going to be a weird it's year. One 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 game. You never know. Yeah, it's just going to be a weird year. Um, before we get to this, some NFL stuff and then get out of here. Uh, Boogie Cousins is signing a 10-day contract with the Clippers. Isaiah Thomas is signing a 10-day contract with the Pelicans. Do y'all like those signings? And uh, uh, what do you think about them being a 10? I didn't think that Boogie Cousins was in the 10-day area in his career. That that shocked me to hear. They, I, I heard that the Clippers were thinking about picking him up, but I didn't think that it was going to be on a 10. 10 days are usually reserved for G-leaguers and walk-ons. You know what? I hate to say it, and, I, and I'm not going to sit here and act like I've watched him extensively, you know, in his stints on these other spots, but, like, he's not that good anymore. He's not that yeah, good anymore. Yeah, but 10-day not that good anymore? Not that nah, good. bro. Like, Boogie, like, like when, when he's on the court, he, he's going to give you a solid double-double, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, but he's also just an injury waiting to happen. Like, he really is. Well, that's yeah, why he is. The, that's why I got the 10-day. Yeah. I, I guess that's why I got the 10-day. they like, give I, us 10 days where you do not get injured. Yeah, man. Like, uh, and I, listen, Isaiah Thomas, that I, I don't, I don't, I don't, that, if, I think it's just about getting in the playoffs, you know, because he does nothing else. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't help you. Like, oh. I don't think the Pelicans know what they're doing. I'm, I'm going to be straight up. Like, I don't – they wanted to trade Lonzo Ball, and now they're bringing in Isaiah Thomas, and I don't I don't think they know what they're doing. And that's I from mean, top to bottom. I have a reason for, for trying to trade Lonzo, but I, I mean, I still really like that Pelican squad, but um, – and I don't know. I, I, I don't know. 
did JJ Reddick stay or did he get traded? What happened to JJ? JJ Reddick got traded. Um, and it's funny, we're gonna talk about that in rapid fire. So JJ Reddick got traded to the uh to the Mavericks, but he had an issue with the Pelicans. He said the Pelicans lied to him and told him that they would send him where he wanted to go. Where he wanted to go was the Brooklyn Nets. Oh. Which is I mean, like, come on, bro. Yeah, I mean, I... No, you're I, not going to the Brooklyn Nets. He asked, I, apparently, bro. He, he, he said that they can't, they told him, like, in the beginning of the season when he was thinking about, like, not coming back, he, they told him, come back. If you still don't want to be here by a trade deadline, we'll send you to where you want to go. And he said, I just want to be like close, you know, in the Northeast, close to where I can get to my family. And then he told him, I guess, I guess closer to the trade deadline that he wanted to be traded to the Brooklyn Nets. Listen, I'm going to tell you something because I feel his pain on this one. When I was little, my parents told me I could do anything I want. I could be anything I want. I just tried hard enough and I just dreamed really big. Well, guess what? They lied to me because I, I cannot be a seven foot NBA center. And I'm pissed about it. And I completely canceled myself from the family. I canceled myself from the family because they lied to me and, and that's just that's just a, a lesson that you had to learn and jj reddick needs to learn that lesson like don't listen to nba executives when they tell you what they're going to do for you and all this other stuff because they're not they're not loyal to you bro they're not loyal to you oh. and that's and that's my take on players being loyal to franchises don't be loyal to them because they're not loyal to you oh man well straight up they will trade joe they will look you in the face and tell you where i will never forget the story that the one player said he, they, I heard, he said, I heard my name in rumors. I went to the executive and asked them, if you're going to trade me, just give me a heads up because my son just started school here. We just, we're about to put a down payment on the house. And he said, don't worry, we got you. We're not going to trade you. He said he was traded 24 hours later. So, yeah, I, I, uh, I will say that the Warriors are known for being a very loyal franchise. <laughs> very loyal. Uh, so, listen, the Jets traded Sam Darnold to the Panthers for a second and a sixth rounder. I, I, we're happy for Sam Darnold because he's leaving the Jets. <laughs> My little Jets fan said thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, the Jets, I guess, are, are planning to pick up that guy, that kid, Zach, Zach Wilson, I think. Zach um, Efron. Yeah. Zach or Zach Efron. The Jets don't know what they're doing. They, they picked two quarterbacks, number one, I think, in four seasons, which is the most. Who's the other one? I can't remember because they're the Jets. So they, they had that kid that um God. went in and he was awful. Yeah. What was his name? I can't remember his name. But uh, he, <laughs> no idea. <laughs> he also got, but he got his jaw broken by one of his own teammates, right? Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Zach Wilson's supposed to be the real deal. And that means that my Niners who moved up to number three are looking at Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields. Well, yeah, the, the, the Niners – also, the Niners are, are, are wanting a first pick for Jimmy G. And apparently the Pats – who the rumors are that the Pats want to bring Jimmy G back to, to New England, but they're hesitant on giving up a first-rounder, which it seems like because they know that there's no other people interested in reality in, in the Jimmy G thing. So they're like, why would we give you a first-rounder? Oh. Which I don't, I don't blame them. I mean, if you, if you, if you know that – you're bargaining against yourself, then tell them, go ahead and send Jimmy G. We'll send you a pack of now laters and some granola bars and we'll just move on and keep it like that. But it, it, 
they're going to end up, if they ended up drafting that kid, they're going to end up releasing Jimmy G. So the Pats won't even have to, for real, for real, right? Because they're not going to keep on the roster. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I can't. John, I can't. One of the best GMs in football. You know, who knows what he's got up his sleeve? Uh, at this point, you showing your hands when you trade up for number three, and now all the rumors are that you're going to take a quarterback. And you want to get trade, you want to get high draft pick trades for 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 your current quarterback. It just doesn't, it's not gonna bowl well. Paul Pierce was on IG Live this weekend. His IG Live went viral um, for multiple reasons. Uh, he was live streaming himself at a friend's party. Um, this is a clip of one of his 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 videos. Yeah. Let me hear your accent. Say hi, accent. Hi, guys. We from Istanbul. Turkey. From Turkey's. We've been to Turkey's before. Did you like it? Needless to say, shortly after this video service, and it was a bunch of other like videos, um, he got fired from ESPN. So, so because of this vid where he's hanging out with strippers at a party and he's hammered, and he got fired from ESPN. Yeah, he was smoking weed on the on the live stream. Um, he had ass and titties all around him. And, you know, the ESPN is owned by Disney, and Disney don't play that. So he got fired real quick. And then he put out another video of himself, like, laughing. Like, bro, you're a dickhead. That was dumb. That was dumb. Nothing, was, nothing is funny about you losing this cushy-ass job that you had that you're not even good at. And over some strippers, like, Especially when you're too old to be doing this. Like, this is not a young kid that just, you know, doesn't really know any better or something like that. Like, you're 40-something years old, bro. What yeah, are you, know, you doing? It's, it's funny, too, because, I mean, he's definitely a guy that he's – I mean, I don't know. I've heard some stories about him, whatever, but he didn't get in trouble as a player. No, he didn't. He never got in trouble. He was always in the gym. He always was working on his game. Like, he was always known as a hard-working guy, like – it's just a weird thing for him to, at this age, way beyond, you know, because players do this. Young kids well, do this. He, I'm going to tell you, he was always a dickhead. Like, I, I, he always said something dumb or said, like, the minute, it was years ago when he said, what did he say? Um, he oh, was, Brian. what was it? He said he was better than somebody. And I was like, you know what? Uh, yeah, he, he, said, he said a lot of that stuff. He said a lot. He said a lot of dumb shit. That doesn't bother me though because that's just that's who he was as a player too like he just believed he was the best he thinks he's better than kobe he thinks he's better than lebron thinks he's better than everybody but this is just stupid this is like he says what, a lot of stupid stuff to me like uh, how do you how do you think that's gonna go with yours that's weird bro that was a sweet job yeah yeah they let they let you they paid you to continue to say dumb stuff on air every week yeah um, okay, Andre Drummond uh, had his Lakers debut last week. He left the game in like two minutes because his entire toenail came off. So that Ow. was scripted. Yeah. He another one that like, he might need to be on a 10-day contract. He need to stay. He, he, need to, he needs to prove that he can stay healthy because I was like excited that they was bringing him on and now it's like. Does he have injury problems? He's, he's had them in the past. Yeah. Um, it just seems like, yeah, he, he had an issue went right before he left Cleveland. I can't remember. I don't know if it was his back or something like that. Um, but it's it's, a, it's the Lakers' juju at some point. At this point, everybody injured. Let me ask you something. Are you worried about the Lakers? 
at 100%. Nobody is, nobody yeah. is playing. Nobody yeah. is playing, and we don't know when anybody's going to come back. No, Nobody has a return okay. date. Let's, let's say they all get back May 15th. The playoffs start May 22nd. Are you concerned? Let me tell you something. If they get back healthy on May 21st, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Let's go. Book, book no. the championship. But, for, like, I haven't watched enough of them, but like, it's one of those things where if everybody gets back, and they they get back to yeah. what they're doing before everyone's an, at least 90% healthy, like they're good. Yeah. Forget about the regular season, nobody ever cares. Yeah, but like, it wouldn't matter. Also, it's also one of those things where they could go in like, ah, oh, they're fine. They won it last year. They got LeBron. And then all of a sudden you're like, ooh. Remember, remember, remember that Kobe team where they ended up losing to the Mavericks, but no one really worried about them, even though they had all these problems? Yeah. And then they got in there. I can't remember what they – was that when they had Dwight Howard? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. But everybody was like, oh, they'll be okay. They'll be okay. And then they got in there. Just like, this team sucks. Like, they didn't yeah. even look. Oh, you know, that was a different team. The, the, the White Howard team, Kobe didn't play in the playoffs. Oh, okay. So, that was, so this was. Stewart, uh, yeah, he, uh, he, right. That was a season that Powell allegedly, that the other, his teammate was smashing his girl, right? Shannon Brown. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, they had, a, they had a lot of issues. Ed was just not in the series at all. They ended up losing. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 had a lot of issues. Um, but, uh, yeah, this team's got a, they got a, some stuff to figure out though. They just got to get healthy. That's the thing. Yeah. Like they just have they just got to get healthy. That's why that's why I don't. That's why I'm not. I'm not. I'm worried as of right now because I don't know. We there, no one has a timestamp for when anybody is coming back. Guys, when when it's when the guys you have to be worried about are the Jazz, the Suns, and then the Clippers. You kind of don't get that worried. Maybe they yeah. should be worried. But just because the names aren't big, you're not really getting that word. Yeah. No, honestly, the, the, like, believe it, like, the, the Clippers, at a time when nobody is giving a crap about them because of the Mark, because of Mark Madness, they're playing some good basketball. Man, well, the Clippers been playing, but they was playing good basketball last year, and they got bounced in the second round. They another one. But see, those are the, those are the things people sleep on because of what happened before, and then all yeah. of a sudden Kawhi decides that it's happening, it's happened. So you never know. You never know. I think, I think, but they could very well come to the playoffs ready to roll. I will tell you two things about why you should take the Clippers seriously, and I and I understand why people don't, why they they deserve not to be taken seriously. Uh, Terrence Mann and Rajon Rondo. Terrence Terrence Mann has turned into what Lou Williams was, except without this like this this uh. guy. No, this guy is a bucket off the bench, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they replaced Lou Williams at all. No, I mean, you got Rajon Rondo with the experience. Yeah, and and Rajon Rondo again. We talked about this a little bit last week. Like Rajon Rondo, I don't know if pe- people act like. Did anybody watch Rajon Rondo in Atlanta this year? No, it's okay. it's evident that nobody did. Because if they okay. did, they wouldn't be excited about Rajon Rondo. You you say the same thing about Danny Green. <laughs> You Danny, 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 Danny Green is washed. Danny, Danny Green is washed, bro. And he's been washed. Yo, you he's still three and I want to bring something up. You were literally zero excited about getting Rajon Rondo last year. And I was. He ended up huge in the playoffs. Yeah, and, I, I, I think him and Terrence Mann is real. And, I, and, I was, and I was with you. I was like, man, they got, what are we talking about? Um, Because they didn't have uh, the. Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley. Bradley. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, they got Rajon Rondo. And I was joking. And you were like, yeah, that's not it. That's not the move. That's dude, not it the move. It 
no, it was. It was. He showed up last year. But again, uh, uh, we can't act like Rajon Rondo is going to another team with LeBron James on it. Everybody look. Everybody looks real good when they playing next to LeBron. Rajon is going into a locker room where you got Pandemic P, you got uh, the the Quiet Claw, you got uh, Bobby Smurda is over there who wants his minutes, and then you got uh, then you got uh, 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 Patrick Ooh, Beverly who wants his minutes. Jackson, you know he looked just like Bobby Smurda. You got uh, uh, you know what. Bobby, you know, uh, uh, Schroeder looks more like uh, Bobby Smurda. No, uh, not more than that. But I listen. Go look up a good picture of Jackson. That is Bobby Smurda, bro. I seen him the other day. I'm like, oh wow, this is crazy. No, don't sleep on the Clippers. I, I get it. They they failed last year. I'm sleep. I'm I'm knocked out. I'm comatose. Melatonin. Kawhi Leonard still Kawhi Leonard, and it and if and if Paul George wants to show up and just be eighty percent, that's a big if. They got a spot. It's That's a answer. big if. No, so I'm asleep. I'm going to be asleep yeah. until they wake me up. I'm going to be asleep. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I think Rondo's, I'm telling you, I think Rondo, the experience um, with, and, and, and Terrence Mann playing the way he's playing. Is, is can I say good. something else, too? Are we completely canceling out the Jazz? Like, we don't think they even have a shot? Yes, I am. I'm sleeping. Yeah, no shot. I'm comatose on the Jazz. Yes. 100%. Man, yeah. You know what? Jazz you know, the, the, the Jazz are the Rockets. None they, they, when when them threes don't fall, they done. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um. True. So Brandon Marshall. Uh, I wanted to show this video, but we having terrible uh hotel internet. Um, Brandon Marshall had another um screaming match on his podcast with uh Ocho and the other guys on the on the podcast about NBA contracts. He's he was like literally standing up there like irate, screaming at the top of his lungs, talking about how NBA contracts are not guaranteed. Um, I want to see if I can. At least, <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. It was like it was like a whole thing. I want to see if I can at least get um get the audio pumping through here. So let's see if like, we can do this. He was y'all. He was yelling like the veins. He was about to bust a blood vessel. Um, Brandon Marshall, you should look it up. All NBA contracts are guaranteed. He's wrong. He's wrong. He's just wrong. He was loud and wrong. They're all guaranteed. They're all guaranteed. Even the rookie contracts for the first two years are guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, so you're wrong, bro. You're loud Boogie, and very wrong. Boogie Cousins. Boogie Cousins getting paid guaranteed for the season. He getting a ten day guaranteed contract. You straight up. I read something the other man. I wish I could remember all the names, but there are like three or four guys. I think Paul Pierce might be one of them. I think Paul Pierce is still getting paid by the Brooklyn Nets. I think, yeah, yeah, because he got bought out because they bought out his contract or or or, or they did something. It wasn't a buyout because then it would have been uh, clean. But yes, I know what you're talking about. Yes, still getting paid. That's why he's cool with, with the ESPN fire. Right. Dude, I saw one the other day that said somebody's still getting paid by an NBA team. Bro, I'm not even kidding you. He played in, like, the early 2000s he retired. Yeah. 
He's still getting checks yeah. from an NBA like 10 years after he played. Yeah, I don't know. Brandon Marshall is now doing this for a living. If y'all don't know, Brandon Marshall is on First Things First. Uh, that comes on before Undisputed. Every day he is a part of the crew now. I, I don't know how you don't know this information, bro. You do this for a living. You do this every day. Like, yeah. I don't know how. For you to be that loud and wrong, it wasn't about you being wrong because we've all said wrong. When you, Especially when you talk on the mic and you talk about stuff, you, you're going to say something wrong. We've all said something wrong on a broadcast, on a podcast, but um, you were, like, adamantly loud and wrong, which made it, like, even funnier. Like, you were screaming at the top of your lungs, wrong as hell. Like, it was, it was hilarious. Uh, last but has not he, least, has he acknowledged that he was wrong about this? Year? I don't know because this just went by. This just hit like today, like this morning. So I don't know if he he'll probably talk about it tomorrow on tomorrow's show. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know what's crazy as 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 entertaining as Shannon and Skip their social clips are. Uh huh. I don't think I've watched Undisputed ever, maybe once, which it's, is crazy. I, it's, it's it's good, dude. It's good. Shannon is a gold mine. I, I yeah, but I've never. I'm so conditioned. Oh, to I, just I, watching I, the clips. Yeah, I, I've turned to CBS Sports Network more than I've turned to Fox Sports. Oh, Network. I don't know how you did that. I don't check the CBS I, at all. I'll I'll watch the clips, but those two just have to go so hard on on the opposite side of each other. I can't do it. Shannon I, is so funny that like I could just I literally just watch for Shannon. He is funny. And Skip, I agree with a lot of the stuff that both of them say. But, like, even when I fully agree with Skip, like, fully agree, I still can't stand listening to him talk. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, last but not least, uh, you know the Catch Me Outside girl, Bad Bobby? Yeah. Um, she started – she turned 18 last week. And on her 18th – She was 18? Yes, she been, bro. She been doing a whole lot of talking for – Somebody yes. like 22 by now. Yes, yes. Like, People don't realize how young she was when how, she hit when she how, when she first got viral. She, she, she had to be like 14 when she first hit or when she first got viral, maybe 13 yeah, I or something. Like, like damn. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Right, right. So she on her 18th birthday, she uh started an OnlyFans account because she was allowed to because she was 18. Oh, she that. made over a million dollars in six hours. Six hours. I'm like, I don't, I don't even understand. She got the golden. I don't know what it is about her because she got a million dollar contract from uh from Atlantic Records. Listen, I'm starting an OnlyFans account today. Do it today. Just tag me in on it. Um, what do you have to do? What do I have to do? What we got to do? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody. That's insane. In the first six hours, and she's not even like she's a cute girl. But she was she was actually cuter to me a couple years ago. Like she she got she's too skinny now. Like she kind of she had like a little bit of a body on her, and and now she like she looks smaller than like Kendall Jenner. Like she's she's like does her bio say just a little innocent fun? Huh? Oh God, we gotta go because that is an inside joke that could go a long way. Uh, Timothy Parker, thanks so much for joining the show today. Yes, sir. Uh, tell the people where they can follow and support anything that you got coming up. Um, Timothy Parker TV is my Twitter. Timothy Parker TV is my Instagram. You can catch me on Spectrum News 1. We got Dodgers covers cover, coming for you uh, yep. this weekend. And hopefully they're getting ready for the NBA playoffs soon. That's right. Here we go. Um, I'm at Joe Connor 33 on everything. 
uh, make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube and uh, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, whatever you use uh, frequently. Hit us up and uh, drop us a note. Let us know that you're there. Um, and also follow on whatever platform that you listen to your podcast on because um, that helps us as well. Um, be sure to go, uh, if you are going to be in any of these red states that we're going to, the Otherwise Tour is coming to you. It starts this Friday. Go get your tickets. You can hop on my Instagram page and find the link um, for um, tickets. Um, so make sure you go check that out. Also check out the YouTube page uh, with me and Zara. We're doing uh, Married at First Sight right now. Uh, reviews. We're also going to do some other shows and movies and stuff like that. And uh, we got a, a dope little community that has uh, a lot of fun. Uh, we get rowdy on there. So uh, check it out. Yeah, at JT Harker for everything. Um, she's a fire still out, all streaming platforms, still doing well. Super pumped about that one. And uh, we got more coming your way uh, music-wise. And uh, we got shows coming out now, Joe. We got shows coming out. Real shows with real people. Uh, shoot, we got Old Crow th this coming Saturday. Joe will be out of town for that one. But we got Old Crow coming up. We got uh, Rembrandt still staying strong in the OC. And um, we got a bunch of other super spreader events. So I'll keep you guys up. <laughs> this has been another episode of Backstage Sports Podcast. Till next time, be safe, be great. Peace. <laughs>